Do you ever wish you had a friend on speed dial that just happens to be one of the world's best interior designers? Or someone who you could DM your burning design dilemmas? At The Expert, we set out to give you one-on-one -on -one access to the industry's biggest talents and brands. And now we're pulling back the drapes. Welcome to The Expert Podcast. I'm your host, Jake Arnold, interior designer and co-founder of The Expert. This season, I'll be talking with designers and founders behind some of the most exciting interiors and brands to give you an all-access look at an industry that's been closely guarded for decades, but not anymore. Each episode, we'll be unpacking all things design, from nailing down the best vintage, avoiding costly mistakes, and creating a home that feels comfortable and timeless. So sit back and tune in you're going to want to take some notes. This is the Expert Podcast. Jenna Lyons needs no introduction. Fashion executive, style icon, creative director, beauty magnet, furniture designer, interior designer, and now reality star. There's nothing this visionary can't do. Her recent stint on the revamped Royal Housewives of New York City is already iconic, and she is an entirely new type of housewife. Her post-J Crew career includes everything from founding Love Scene, her brand of lashes, to helping revitalize New York's Rockefeller Center, and of course, interior design. So today is a big day. I get one of my very dear, wonderful friends, style extraordinaire, interior design maven, Jenna Lyons. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Couldn't be happier to have you here today. That was the best introduction I've <laughs> ever had. It's really from the heart because it, honestly, there's no one more fun that I get to talk to with both design and just like being a silly humans together. You really have had the craziest career evolution experiences and I just love that for you that have been in fashion for all these years and have the most incredible track record of what you've done at J Crew and all of these companies and businesses and then to see you move into design I think everyone wants to know what that's like moving from fashion to interiors and now obviously being on my number one show, <laughs> Roni, <laughs> which I thought wow. I should just put my Andy Cohen hat on today because I think that's all I want to hear about selfishly. It's so interesting to hear why you moved more into that design world and what the difference is. I think what is interesting is that it's actually really similar and most people think it's really different, but it's the same. I also oversaw all of the store design. So anytime we had specialty stores, I was working on those. And the process for designing clothes and putting outfits together is just the same as putting together a room. It's about proportion and color mixture and texture and balancing fabrics and how they go together, how do they react? The same way, it's like you put on a piece of jewelry. It's all, do you, what's the hardware that goes on something? Is it mm. brass? Is it dark? I think it's so cool to see your process and like how your brain thinks, because I think you're outside of the box creative. And, and to me, from the outside, it always feels so effortless. Even when I spent the summer with you, the way that you see things and put two and two together and watching you get so excited about a little knob on a street or a tiny little detail. I would love to hear like, what is your process? But also how do you take things you're inspired by and make it into real life 
dreams? That's a great question. It's a hard question to answer. I think I, my process is probably a little bit backwards in the sense I, I used to, at least with clothing, we would start with mood boards, but I realized that oftentimes what happens is like a fabric or a piece of art or something will strike, you know, it's like a match. It's like oftentimes I feel like I have a whole box of matches and then I look at them and I don't know what to do with them. And then all of a sudden something will catch my eye or I'll get hooked on something. And then all of a sudden I'm off. And the problem is it doesn't always have the same genesis, which can be hard. So working with me can be really annoying. <laughs> but is there like any signatures that you bring? Is there that through line that like if you're working on a project for yourself or with someone else, do you have those kind of touch points that you like to always integrate? I mean, I do think the thing I always go to is what is the opposite? I would never do something where a room is of an era. I appreciate so much furniture and how it mixes and contrasts with other things. So if a room perhaps is very modern, then there has to be something that is more ornate. And if there's something very weathered and old looking, then what is that thing, that shiny object that sets off of it? So I'm often looking for the thing that is opposite of what you would expect to see, just to push things and make them a little bit different. I remember we used to do this in clothing too, where it's like the hair, if it's pushed back, it's like there's a little bit pulled out. We used to call it the sweaty ballerina hairdo. It's all pulled back, but there's these wispies things, you know, and that is always the interesting thing. And if a material is fancy, how do you make it humble? How do you treat it in a humble way? If you're using marble, I don't polish it ever because marble to me is more interesting when it's honed. If you are using brass, like I only will let it patina because that's what looks beautiful is when it gets that weathered look. If you have a herringbone floor, like I asked my contractor to make it a little bit like so that there's seams in between so that it doesn't look perfect. I think that's why so many people love your apartment and it's such a testament to what good design is because there's so much story there. And I think even when I was watching an episode something you did recently with Vogue. And I just think that you have so many stories with the pieces and the things that you have that I find so special about the way that you put a space together. And so do you think good design happens over time? Because I think a lot of people want that done space. And I think why people love your apartment is it's layered stories, travel, all of it. Thank you. I remember when I first started working with people and doing like interior more officially. And I realized that is the case. So many people want to know when will it be finished? And it's such an interesting conversation because I'm like, God, I mm -hmm. hope never. <laughs> but right. I do think oftentimes, like I felt really lucky that my apartment took two years because some of the stuff that I found I've never would have happened if it had happened quickly because my countertop is from a place in LA and I happened to walk in there and they had it as a table and I was like, that's the perfect countertop. And the marble, like it was a total fluke. I was looking for something else. They couldn't get it. I tried to get it imported. I couldn't find it. And so then I had to go back to every marble place. And then I found this one random one that looks like cheese. And I was like, oh, there we go. It's so ugly. I've got to have it. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that that's what it is. I, I will say I was so inspired by you of just like taking the pressure off. Like design is meant to be like fun. And there's an alchemy and a yin and a yang and a, and a time frame that you can really sit in your decisions. Yeah. And I think that's something that you do so well. Thank you. God, I like this conversation. Jake, I'll talk to you every day. No, no, you deserve I'll talk to you every day, honestly, I wish. But I think also what's so great about with your new experience of, of, of being on, on Real Housewives is it's so great to see someone who lives and breathes 
in your world like everything that you believe in you care about you're passionate about from like something that's deep and meaningful to like aesthetics and I would love to hear from you how that experience has been sharing that side of yourself and your world and how design has allowed you to I think make your own runway to do both I think what I love about design in general is you know it's the same thing. I go to an accountant. If I managed my finances, there would be no finances. I just don't <laughs> want to do that. Oftentimes people are doctors or lawyers or they do things that I can't do. And there's this weird assumption that you should know how to put a room together. You should know what to do. And most people don't and they need help. It's the same reason I wanted to make clothing. It made me feel good when I looked good. And when I did the first show, that stylish with Jenna Lyon show, I remember the woman that we did, she's a doctor. And I remember her saying to me, like, I don't want to have a Christmas party because I'm just embarrassed about my living room. And I'm like, I totally understand that. And so it's like that thing of helping someone I find so, so fun and also meaningful. It's for me. I'm doing it because it makes me feel good. But I think that's what's so inspiring because you can see that, that it's for you, that I think is that's so different that you really act on the beat of your own drum. And I feel like that's what you have that's so unique and, and special. And I love like even working with the expert and seeing how that translates in the commerce world and having the showroom. And I would love to hear from you like how that's been exciting and different to curate and also what has really driven those selections. I think that what is nice about the expert in general is it's the same idea. Basically, you're demystifying something. Most often people are stumped. They don't know where to start. And also then to have a place where I can go, look, let's just go on the showroom and reference something. It's easy for me to quickly get to something because all it's all about curation. There's a million beautiful things online. You and I have talked about this. That actually makes it harder. Like you get into this paradox of choice and you can't find anything. And so I think it's actually helpful for me too, because then I can just direct someone even while we're on a call, or if I'm not on a call, say, listen, why don't you go and look at that stuff before we get on a call? So sometimes I'll say, hey, why don't you go online and look a little bit through the showroom and see if there's anything that stands out to you? Because then when we get on a call, I have a little bit of direction. I'll know something about what you're after. And that process is so helpful because before I was saying, oh, go look at this brand or that brand or look at this chair sending pictures and that's yeah. great but it's just confusing and having it all in one place is so helpful totally is there anything that stand out because i know you're such a great gift giver i'm not <laughs> i'm gonna tell you the secret my secret to gift giving is sarah clary she is my dearest friend and she is the best gift giver i totally rip her off she's like literally the best gift giver ever I mean, on the housewives, if I like, I'm like, can I be on this show? Give me some of those oh, gifts. Oh my God, you'll be nice about it and not think. Yeah, I'll keep my mouth shut. Sorry, also, by the way, can I just say something? If you do have a collaboration, what's wrong with giving it to someone? Like, sorry, no one said you got to do anything with it. You're welcome. It's a free gift. There's a big story behind this. And I'll tell you because I, I'm not going to get to sell it, tell them which one happens live. But I was told that I was doing a dinner at my house on Friday and the dinner was happening on Monday and I had no time to plan and I'm scared of having people over. And so I was like, I'm just gonna go into my back closet where I keep all the products and just wrap stuff and then we'll do a, like a fun game. Cause right. I wanted something to do. I, I didn't know what right. to do. We, I didn't wanna just sit around and stare at each other. So I was like, oh, it'll be fun. I couldn't promote it. The products were already sold out. There was nothing to right. promote. And also I think what's so interesting is knowing you, that makes all the sense. You're just like, I have this stuff, I want to give you things. Yeah. And also just to give everyone context, it's it was an episode in The Housewives where Jen is so graciously gifted 
beautiful products, but everyone thought that they were to be posted and promoted. Sometimes giving a gift is just giving a gift. Are you ready to design the home of your dreams, but just need a little help getting there? Whether you need personalized advice from a top interior designer or just want to shop a curated selection of furniture and decor, we've created the online destination for the best in home. Browse our roster of experts to consult on your next home project and get all of your design questions answered. From space planning and furniture selection to construction and remodel ideas, designers like Leanne Ford and Amber Lewis are just a video call away. Discover and shop for the best new and vintage furniture, rugs, lighting, and decor, knowing that every single product was handpicked by the world's top designers. Pairing the chicest fabrics with the most comfortable and fail-proof pieces, you can shop with total confidence. Enjoy 10% off your first e-commerce purchase with code PODCAST10 at checkout at theexpert.com. Certain exclusions apply. If you're obsessed with design like us, you'll love The Expert. So what makes someone a good or a bad gift giver? Because I feel like this is something that you would have a lot of opinions about. I, I think to me, what, if you want the thing yourself, then give it to someone else. I refuse to give a gift that I would not be excited to get. And that to me is the mark. And I also think it's something that is additive and something that people wouldn't necessarily spend money on themselves. Those are the kinds of things I like to get. Even something as simple as luxurious shampoo and conditioner. Sometimes they're like $45, but I'm like, great, I'm going to give it to you. And it could be something beautiful, but it just needs to be something that you don't really want to spend money on. I think one of the things that I love as well is like with your translation from design experiences to product, you've worked on Roland Hill and done the most beautiful collaboration. And I got to personally have a full tour with you and see how you made things and what inspired it. And so I would love to get to hear a little bit about that experience. They were phenomenal in work to work with. They were so organized. I'm not the most organized person. I had done all these hand sketches because I don't really use a computer. And they sent back these very articulated renderings of my work. And we had the most incredible back and forth. I could not have asked for a better experience because I've always been on the other side. I've been the one who was working with the company and bringing someone in. And I've had all different versions of people who knew what they were doing and didn't know what they were doing. <laughs> and I didn't really know what I was doing. They were asking me, like, how do you want the seam to lap? And I'm like, OK, can it just touch? <laughs> I didn't know what I was talking about. I don't know that much about furniture. I know what I want it to look like, but I realized I didn't know about woodworking and how to make things. I took a woodworking class because I was like, I got to figure out what the hell they're talking about. Of all the housewives in the show, and obviously I know you, you have to be polite, but whose house are you taking? Like, who do you think has great interior design taste? I mean, I haven't been to everyone's house. I've been to Sai's house, but I don't think she did her house. I think she Got it that way. And then Erin is always talking about the fact that like she hasn't done that house, but she does interiors. And I think she has she has a really great eye. And I went to Bryn's apartment and it's so cute. Also, Erin's in the Hamptons. When you left that house, yes. you went to your house <laughs> that's in the Hamptons, which I've never seen any pictures of. How does that differ from your house in the city? Like literally a bungalow in the dunes. So it's tiny. It's 1,500 square feet. And it's so casual and and very very low-key i did the kitchen i haven't touched the bathrooms which i desperately need to but it's cute it's totally cute i love it but i haven't really done much to it who are you booking on the expert to do that for you 
Do you want to do it? I'll do it. We should do it for fun. I feel like we should get drinks and just I'll give you advice. Oh my God, fun. See what happens. Wait, we should do that. Should we just do it right now? I'll send you pictures. Aside from having all these amazing opportunities to like showcase really like this whole world that you exhibit through fashion, interiors, everything, I would love to dig into design dilemmas which we like to do on the show and I think that people would just love to hear from you in any capacity because I think people want to hear your advice I want to hear it as well because I think you have some hot takes easy question how would you pick an expert when going on the site if you don't even know what your style is like how do you determine what your style is when someone like you is so diversified in everything that you do I think just looking at everyone's imagery and whatever moves you. Like if you look at a picture and any kind of imagery that's there representing them and you want to sit in that space, if it makes you want to visit, if you're like, I want to be there, then there's something happening for you and that's that might be the right person for you. Even if it's, I don't like that pink couch. It's more about the mood that someone creates and the way that they put things together. Is it very classic and that feels good to you? Is it idiosyncratic and a little bit playful? Does that feel good to you? I think people... And they may not know what their style is, but they know what they like and they intrinsically can tell you it. And most of the time I start with imagery with a client and always say, okay, let's talk about what out of these images moves you. And then I usually say, can you give me some like room to play? Because it's so hard, I think, when you are working with someone and they want to approve things one by one, because everything is about context and how it works off of each other. My reference point for this is always putting together like a Thanksgiving table or if you looked at individually that glass or that basic plate, it doesn't really do that much. But if you put it all together, all of a sudden it's magical. And I find people often want to look at things individually and it's just, it's almost impossible to do. I feel like that's such good advice. And I actually had a client who was used to say, something is an event and a non-event and it's actually good to know what is and what is not and so i think because not everything is going to showcase on its own so i think that whole context is so key so i guess decorating that brings me on to another dilemma because i also struggle with this is when it comes to the holidays how are you decorating because it's so hard to decorate make it feel festive make your space feel special but also not be so on the nose i pretty much I go crazy on the tree. There's not a single ornament in the planet that I will not allow. I have these huge front gate packages there. I don't buy any proper storage for anything except for ornaments. <laughs> and I have hundreds and hundreds of beautiful lights. I buy all the crazy lights. And I go to John Darian because that is the spot to get beautiful ornaments. And then I like obsessed with candles. Like that to me is like a mood driver for sure. And as many lights as I can possibly put on the tree, 8 million candles. And then my other favorite thing that's not only a decorating thing, but it does help as I always mull cider on the stove so the house smells delicious what do you do on the table though because I'm always like how do you make like your tabletop feel festive but not themed because I think it sometimes gets so themed I'd only do magnolia leaf magnolia leaf and candles that's it and the candles have to be the creative candle 30 inch ones those long tapers they're 30 inches tall Oh, amazing. I think we're going to sell those in the showrooms, which is going to be so great because I think finding good candles is so difficult. They're absolutely beautiful. They come individually wrapped and they come in this Paris gray, this beautiful, they come in black and cream. They're so beautiful. 
it's just so fun that people get to see and go in your showroom and buy these little tips and tricks that you might think a candle is unassuming, but it's all the context. I think it's amazing that you can now just check it out and get into Jenna's world <laughs> with all her tips and tricks. It's been so great just chatting and, and seeing your, it's such an evolution. And I just feel like the way that you're on The Housewives, which is one of my favorite shows, which I know you're like, what? The number of people that like that show is shocking to me. It's everything that one needs on a TV show. And now it's even better. And I texted you this actually the other week where I was like, all I need to see is watching you look like over lighting plants. It's both triggering and also so fun to see when you actually get working. I'm like, this is me trying to switch off. And then there's you rolling out a oh, set of God. electrical plants. Like, talking about Traumatizing. Outlets. It's been such a pleasure having you today. I, I love you, you so much. Thanks for being here Thank today. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks so much for listening. The Expert Podcast is produced by Jessica Ron Perez, Ali Alkiza, and the Expert team, with special thanks to Gabrielle Savoie, Jake Hadeus, Drew Ariana, and Studio Jake Arnold. Technical support by Sonic Union and Graham Carpenter. Our music is by Alex Weinstein. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen. And be sure to book a consultation with an expert, shop the best in home, and if you're a designer, apply to our trade program all at theexpert.com. See you next time.